People like games. Present. The at some point in the day show with Solo and Reg. What up, what up? Welcome back to the at some point in the day show with Yo, Solo, and Reg the boy. Mr. Reg, our newest co-hostist who has joined along and as you folks can tell he works on the same schedule so we're sorry we don't have a weekly time and place for a release of this but shit is something enjoy it working on it exactly we'll get around to it but until then as we are when we come out we do uh plugs at people like games is basically everything go to the instagram great daily content got a history series that the reg will be branding out now so if you enjoy finding out what happened on this day in history come to the instagram at people like games reg anything to add uh, i think you really hit the nail on the head with all those that's uh that's what we got coming up so far again get on the subreddit we'll be there soon yes. start at the topic exactly follow us there and start it for us. I want to get it to eventually. Social media has a lot of arms and tentacles, but can you tell us what you want to talk about? We'll talk about it. Exactly. Or potentially ignore it and just go through what we were going to do anyway. But that is not the point. Probably should not be announcing that, but shit happens now. Without ado, much further, we can get right into things. Beginning with some controversy. NBA 2K is under fire for basically inserting unskippable ads into their games. It is during a load screen. However, the game is a full price $70, $60 game and there are loot boxes in it as well. Obviously 2K games responded and said, oh my God, this gets in the way of player experience. We didn't expect that, which would sound a little bit more genuine if it did not happen when they released UFC 4 last year and did a similar version or when they did it in NBA 2K20 literally fucking last year so um you know thank god for short attention spans because they did do the same thing and get away with it for like three weeks and they're like oh shit what us no way yeah, so, I, don't, um, I don't understand like we learned from EA too with all this loot box shit and everything and like we're already starting with loot boxes and then they want to put live ads like i watched the video mini plug here check the check the post on the instagram but i watched the video and it, it just pissed me off and i'm not really like a, a 2k kind of guy but like that that just gets me mad honestly it, it it just it confuses me because it's sort of like if people aren't aware google is being sued right now for being a monopoly and it makes me sort of think because they're ba the basic argument is you don't have an incentive to get better because you dominate the market and i think about that with this and fifa the newest one which has gotten pretty you know criticized by people and i'm just like i don't get what incentive you have to make a product better uh in any sense if you own the exclusive rights to basically a multi billion dollar entity and then you could just repeat the same formula year after year that's why i mentioned eventually i think they'll be like nba 2k where you pay a monthly amount to just play that game and then they just keep updating that game with the baseline there as everything moves to a subscription model and it doesn't make sense to release a new one every single year like ea sports pass exactly but a single game 
that I mean it se- it seems like sports games would eventually take that route because like those are like a mainstay of the market that are always going to be there like someone always wants to play a sports game it's yearly but what yeah, and, of- and if it's going to be if it's going to be 2k every year if it's going to be ea every year if they could find a way to just like maybe they couldn't do it across platforms but like like at least within one console generation i feel like they should be able to to just consistently update a game and make it better and better but but then again what do i know i'm not a developer the question is the math to me like does it make them more money to release it on a cycle yearly or if they just had all how many more people could you get if they were just paying ten dollars a month does it add up to more people than you would be getting if they all bought it it's not more upfront money but it's more money over a lifespan and you can't forget you can't forget like those people that like when you get caught up in a in a Planet Fitness subscription, you're just paying it forever, and no one knows that they're still playing paying for Planet Fitness right now. But Planet Fitness is still in business, and not everyone <laughs> checks their credit cards, and so you never know. But now, speaking of the evolution of uh, existing mediums, political adverts exist. They found their way to social media. Uh, I'm not going to get political because I don't give a shit what your political preference is, listener. But my point is, right, that is indifferent of your political opinion. So AOC, who is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who is a fellow Boston University alumni, actually did a Among Us stream alongside Pokimane and Rashida Talib from, uh, or the, uh, Alina Omar from Minnesota, another representative. And all together, they averaged about almost 450K concurrent viewers. This sort of just adds on to what we spoke about last year when Reg brought up Biden Island and the fact that political campaigns were focusing on video games. Um, And, you know, to see the more youth-oriented versions of of political uh, individuals and in, in government be aware of reaching the youth through video games and streaming and going with popular streamers. I guess the only thing that's interesting to me is now that politics is entering into gaming in a much more dominant, direct way, how that will transform things because it was extremely apolitical to be a Pokemon fan maybe a month ago versus what it will be now. It's a difference to me, but just curious. Is Politics has now entered gaming not in the way that it was a Gamergate or something else, but like literally politicians streaming to get you to vote or building islands in a game for you to visit to vote. Curious integration, very random. And it's like, we saw it happen so quickly, like the way it jumped from like, so some people might not know, but the uh, Trump campaign has a Twitch channel. So like, the medium of Twitch is already expanding beyond games and everything. So we're seeing people come into like what was known as a gaming space beforehand. Um, But now you mentioned it's direct now, like she was in there playing and like she was being an imposter, having a good time. I watched a little bit of it. It was not as cringe as you might've thought it might've been. I expect any politician doing any streaming or video games to kind of just like make me hurt a little bit. But it, it wasn't as bad as it could have been. It's a new media savvy. The way that you were able, certain politicians were able to be very good at social media versus others who weren't, that became a defining line. I think this is another version of 
how natural you'll come off in a stream or, you know, mm -hmm. in these things. But regardless, speaking of Twitch, but moving along to something interesting, for the folks who are not aware, there was a purge that occurred on Twitch called a DMCA purge. So DMCA stands for the Digital Millennium Copyright Act and more. And as I even said during our Adults on Nintendo talk last week, I'm a big fan of legalese and legality. So yes, this is very interesting to me to see a copyright and intellectual property bill be used in an aggressive manner. So basically every single stre streamer on Twitch got hit with it and it more or less said music labels are saying, hey, you're using our music on your streams and you're making money from it, but we're not seeing shit. So enough of it. And before it was the back catalog that existed for streamers would allow them to still make money on these old videos. And that's why they fear copyright strikes because the second a copyright strike happens to them, they can no longer monetize that video. If they're living off the money for them, well, guess what? If you're a big streamer and you have a whole bunch of videos and all these videos make up the content that you can use to sell to advertisers and brand partners, etc., and suddenly you got zero videos because every single one of your fucking videos were deleted automatically without choice by Twitch. Welcome to digital life. This is why you should buy physical games and not be stupid because digital seems convenient because this is what happens. They could just delete it. So for every person who didn't have a hard version or a hard copy of every single stream that they ever did in their entire career, sucks for you. Yeah, it's it's sad mm. because like just the the very little amount that they could catch you with to DMCA strike you like that is just harsh. Like they they need a little more leeway. I, I don't know the exact rules because I've never sat there. They and basically have and an algorithm in... that crawls the internet for the sound. So that's how but they how catch long it. of the sound is the question. Fifteen seconds. 15 seconds yeah and the type of use as well so maybe, you got to but... justify the use of it too like i was just selling i was doing yeah. is the other day transformative use though that's the thing that's but what what's transformative use you got to prove transformative use that's everything that'd be proven so it's, i was telling is the other day like the, the birthday song you know why people don't sing it on television shows and they do versions of it because Hallmark owns it. It's copyrighted. Yeah, so you want to sing happy birthday? We'll pay the fuck up to Hallmark. They could show up to every single birthday in anyone's home and be like, pay us and sue everybody if they wanted. <laughs> That's what the music labels did, right? They had the option, but then they decided to not say, yo, let's maybe not do it in like a public way. Nah, they're like, no. Every person doing a birthday card, <laughs> every birthday song is ours now. So <laughs> shout out the uh, music industry. Joe Budden hated them for a reason. It makes sense. <laughs> but what else what do you got what do you got uh interesting that's positive or coming out anytime soon that's better than purges well coming out real soon uh tonight i'd say midnight eastern time uh is the pokemon sword and shield crown Thunder dlc and the worst part is that almost everything already got leaked Oof. uh just over the last couple of days and it's I hate to talk trash about Pokemon like I love the series and everything and I'm excited to play tonight. I'll be staying up late to play it. But, but as people have gotten more and more into the code of the game, they've just seen a lot of stuff that 
goes back to our point where you said these billion dollar companies have no reason to innovate. Pokemon's proving that they've been doing that the whole time. They've basically proved that they used assets from the DS games over to the Switch games, so they weren't even built up from the top. Um, we saw a beta demo that had Pokemon that we were told couldn't fit in the original decks that might not even be in the game anymore. Uh, there was code for Mega Evolution, so all this stuff got cut that they said they just didn't have time to build, but they were just sitting on their asses, it looks like. That's funny, because Smash Brothers, uh, uh, m most recent one, was it Brawl? Uh, Brawl? Uh, Ultimate. Ultimate. Was, I don't know why Brawl's in my head, but Ultimate was just <laughs> literally a re-rendering uh, of the Smash 4 polygons, and so they didn't build a majority of that game from the scratch up either. And it's interesting yeah. to see Nintendo sort of working on, even as we talked about all these new consoles coming out, Nintendo's going to double down on a remaster strategy. Speaking, Pikmin 3 is coming out. Pikmin, is that a new game or is that a remaster? A uh, remaster. That's a remaster of a Wii U game, right? Yeah, yeah. it comes out at the end of the month. And then actually speaking of remasters, funny you say that, the first Fire Emblem game is making its first English release to the Switch after 30 years never been released outside of japan and it's coming to the switch in december just i think we just found out about that today and you uh, you had mentioned something about when you had mentioned to me earlier it's a limited release for that one too nintendo's got a curious strategy so that's something we're going to keep mentioning every time i hear that which is a limited release strategy is going to be timed to be like you know the physical doesn't is the physical will be limited release and then the digital will be a certain amount of time and it's funny though because it doesn't even look like we're getting physical cartridges it just looks like kind of like a i don't want to say loot box because it looks like it'll be predetermined what you get but from what i read so far it said a download code and then physical goodies to go along with it interesting business model i wonder where i've heard yeah, that, that before but but that one's really interesting because it's not even the same as 3d all-stars but that's like i have i have uh here i have a cuphead box actually behind me here and i went and i bought cuphead cuphead the digital only game there was no game in there they didn't even have the code in there i got the code emailed to me i bought it because it came in the box and it had like a little special art thing in there and so mm -hmm. i guess those limited edition things or having a box of a game for people who are box collectors even makes sense Oh yeah, I mean, and we, like, another shameless plug to the Instagram, uh, I've been talking a lot about graded games, and I actually had some coming in, but just the, the, the things people will pay for, like, they'll pay 20, 30, 50 bucks for a manual alone, or just a box alone, let alone the cartridge of a game, so, like, these little collectible things, even if it's not a cartridge of a game, are still gonna be going up and up and up from here on out i think i agree i yeah and it's the same way pokemon cards same way all these it's the way cycles work that the kids who grew up in the 90s are now in monetary financial positions to spend a lot of money on shit that they grew up with or maybe didn't have or want again or whatever it is so that first edition mm -hmm. charizard is bought for 250 grand by logic I used to like logic. And it's all the GameStop kids that uh, 
that are pissed off that they sold everything to GameStop. Mm-hmm. I'll admit I'm one of them. Meanwhile, GameStop and then go out of business, and then the circle continues, except for everything goes digital. Now, speaking of digital, the last thing I have to add to anything is Fortnite is continuing its digital concert series. Uh, but it's just worth noting that they're doing Jay Balvin, who is a Latin artist. Uh, just got a McDonald's meal. Just got a McDonald's meal. He's huge in America. He's bigger. You know, Latin music is gigantic. Uh, I don't think people really realize the size of that market and how rabid it is. Uh, Reg, Reg, Reg could probably tell you that, you know. It's it's, it's bigger than I thought. And, like, I, I, I've heard the music before. Like, I'm... I'm brown enough to know all that, and like it's you know, it's way bigger than you'd think, and it's right under your nose. And so, someone like Jay Balvin isn't just big in the U.S. He's big in the U.S. and he's here, there, the other place. Then you think about where gaming is really big outside the U.S. and maybe not in Southeast Asia, India, but you go to Brazil. Brazil's huge for gaming. There will be connections, especially in the Latin community, even if it's Portuguese. There's still a, cl- cl- a closer crossover to whatever's going on in the music and the cultures. So smart of Fortnite to stop trying to mine the American market, throw some Marvel skins at them, and then work on expanding overseas. That's the future of gaming markets is bringing overseas markets into it. Um, but Speaking of Fortnite, they just optimized and cut down the file size of Fortnite by like some X amount of gigs. I forget. Oh, the I saw number, 60 but... gigs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. is interesting because Call of Duty apparently could take a note because i think i saw that it was like a 200 gig file at this point doesn't call of duty hold on don't they update like massive updates every day or something yeah basically you're gonna get a 14 15 gig update every i don't play but all my friends all they complain about is update 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 yeah i don't play either my brother plays but that is what i hear 227 gigabytes is the file size for call of duty modern warfare that's nearly the size of an entire <laughs> console for some people that is literally the entire console like it's 250 gigs like i don't mean, you, you literally we're going to talk about the exclusive ssd storage <laughs> things that playstation 5 and xbox have because the xbox that you think is only 400 dollars, it's not 400 dollars. you have to buy the storage which makes it 650 dollars because you can't buy that storage anywhere you can only buy it from xbox as a 200 i didn't even know about that yet that is the dongle of your purchase that you are not really aware of just yet look forward to consumers finding out about it but anyway that's all i had what do you got (laughs) anything else for us quick news because we don't know much about it at all but kojima productions is officially working on a new title and they're looking to hire people Uh, I did not play the last game. We don't know if it's Death Stranding. Neither did I, but I know it got mixed reviews. Yeah. To say the least. But no matter what, it's Hideo Kojima, and everybody's going to be foaming at the mouth to see what he does. An artiste is an artiste no matter the flops or the games that people don't understand. But it's good to see auteurs (laughs) um, like a David Lynch of gaming because it's showing that gaming is becoming a equally respected art space as well as recreational video game oh yeah it gets uh, i i love seeing i love seeing more gaming and more uh in bigger media outlets now even though sometimes they might not get it just just knowing that the recognition is there 
Exactly. And so the exploitation will follow. But we're here, folks, for the people who like games. And anybody else. Doesn't really matter if you're interested. That is basically all. Not too much more to add. We will be back sooner than later. Don't know exactly when. Uh, story mode, still going to happen. That announcement, still going to happen. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot's on the way. Not yet though, but soon. But it's close. But it's very close. It'll be a surprise for both of us, for all of us almost. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, that's all I got. Folks, thank you for listening. At People Like Games, social medias, go to the Instagram. Reg puts in the work. Reg, closing remarks, comments, bitter recriminations. Uh, at People Like Games everywhere. Simple enough. We made it easy for you. Easy. And we got a lot of cool things coming out. Like we said, we're going to talk about graded games. And I've got some dope things that just came in the mail this week. So you guys will be seeing all about them. Exactly. Go to the socials at People at Games. And that's all we got. See you soon. Peace. Peace.